Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show, a new version of the Rocky and Meisty Show. Uh, I'm joined with Yehuda Abaddon. Yehuda, how's it going? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Glad to be here. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Um, so we're going to do a, this is a new version, not version, but type of different type of podcast um, brought to you by the Rocky and Meisty Show. Uh, we're going to do a lot of mostly focus on fantasy stuff, DFS, a lot of so we're gonna get right, let's get right into it. Um, I'm gonna start right now. We're gonna start with the Vikings at Texans. Um, we have the Texans are have the 28th ranked defense, but they've gone up against the Chiefs, Ravens, and Steelers. So you know we don't really know much about their defense, but they're in a good spot here. Um, the Vikings defense has allowed the 10th highest expected points. Um, but mm. so it's not really saying much because. It's just an, like, I don't know. Um, it's just not really saying much. But overall, they, they rank 18th. Uh, both teams are desperate for their first win. So we definitely can see them definitely see a, like a, a, an aggressive level of play. Um, but um, so, like, especially in DraftKings, like, I really like if you're going to play like a, a game stack, it's mm-hmm. uh, Deshaun Watson, Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and then you can bring it back with like Dalvin Cook. Um, and then if you're trying to start with Cousins as your quarterback, you can go Kirk Cousins, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson, and Will Fuller. Uh, that's definitely – that's for that. Uh, anything you, you think about that game, what do you think? Yeah, hold? so I'm happy that it's even happening in the first place with the Titans and Steelers getting postponed. Um, yeah, that's glad, unfortunate. Yeah, glad it did not affect the Vikings since they just played the Titans. But, yeah, like you said, they're both desperate for a win. So we definitely could see old Billy O'Brien pulling out <laughs> pulling out his old tricks. But – but um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Deshaun Watson definitely needs to get protected more. So if you want to, the Vikings defense has not been very good. Neither has the Texans, but they had a brutal schedule. But if you want a sneaky cheap option, maybe you can get some sacks in for uh, with the Vikings defense, and then also Houston defense. I know you. I know you love the Houston in in a DFS because you were telling me earlier that that you love um, them because they because. Cousins has been turning it over a lot, and they're yeah, not I don't, too expensive. I, yeah, I mean they're not. See, I'm trying to find it here. They're two. They're, they're one of the yeah. cheapest defenses. One, they're, they're one, two, three. Four. They're fifth ranked from the bottom, um, so that puts them in a great spot. Um, and then yeah, but from the Vikings side, like as a Vikings defense, um, you know, they, Deshaun Watson gets like you said gets no protection. Um, he's been sacked 119 times since 2018 season. Um, the stats that that we that we saw, yeah, and and oh, I wonder if there's any injuries. Let's pull up their injuries. Um, we're doing. I forgot to say before the show that we're doing a more of a live preview. Um, we're just kind of like doing live research and stuff like that um, for fantasy, for put for placing bets for um, anything really. Yeah. So, um, we, so well, you guys. Yeah, are we're way off. Is us doing it? <laughs> is us doing yeah, it so, uh, live? Exactly. As we record. Um, Coach Bill O'Brien said Will Fuller is going to be fine and we'll practice Friday. Uh, said Aaron, That's from Aaron Wilson. He used to be a Ravens writer, I think, also. Yeah, that, um, that Fuller injury was really weird because he disappeared against the Ravens. You could see him in that game and then, like, like stretching out his hamstring. And then all of a sudden, he just didn't have a designation against the Steelers last week so it's weird it's something to watch because fuller has hamstring injuries but he probably the vikings vikings defense is working on you know name recognition alone because they used to be good but they're not they're not good 
not good defense. Will Fuller should have over 100 yards against him. Yeah, I mean, I don't see any anyone. No one's ruled out for the Texans. Yeah, uh, there's a few guys limited there, and then for who are we looking for? Minnesota. Yeah, I don't know, the Vikings here. Yeah, see, they also just have a bunch of guys questionable. No one, no one important really. A bunch of cornerbacks. Yeah, both. So that should really help. Healthy. Yeah, but I mean, if they're cornerbacks, any of them are ruled out. That can really help Will Fuller if he's active. Yeah. Um, that's that there. Um, anything else we should talk about? I mean, here let's uh, we could do a, a little bit of a bold prediction. Um, I'm gonna say that. Um, let's see. In, I think that really Vikings could have a. Uh, the running game could go for a big game. What mm-hmm. do you think? You think they have a big game? What's your prediction there? Yeah, obviously we're starting Dalvin Cook, but hopefully he gets. He hasn't been getting a lot of catches, and Madison's you know eating into his production not that much, but you know a little bit. But but uh, yeah, we could see uh, Dalvin Cook finally have like a huge breakout game that we've been expecting as you know a top five, sometimes overall pick. So yeah, we could definitely see that happening against the Texans because we. We don't know how good their defense is, and it could just be bad. So, And then on the Houston side, I mean, Deshaun Watson, he was a top-10 quarterback yeah. um, in the majority of his starts last season. So, uh, But obviously, he doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins anymore. Yeah. Um, and he so far has posted 12th, 21st, and 18th through three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also gone up, gone up against, like we said, the Chiefs, Ravens, and Steelers, who they all have good defenses. Um, and then – Betting wise, the the Vikings um, are an NFL best twenty seven ten and one. Um, uh, that's against the spread after a loss mm-hmm. since two thousand fourteen, which is so interesting. Which means that they usually win. I guess these because they own three, right? So both teams are looking for yep. a win. Um, Justin Jefferson. Yeah, though, I mean, um, what is his cornerback uh, receiver matchup? I know he had that pulled up. Oh, we gotta pull up. Let's pull it up this Even. week. Well, this week they have um they have them right next to each other. They give them. Hold on, why is this not moving? Mm-hmm. Here it is. Um, at thirty-eight and thirty-seven percent to uh, um advantage to both Adam Thielen and then Justin Jefferson. So both of them could are capable of having big big games. They're both ranked high mm-hmm. um in receivers this week. Um, so it's definitely. Look out for those. Yeah, both all receivers in this game should have yeah, huge games. Exactly. Like, there might be a guy on this team that's you know hasn't been playing well all season who could be a big game, like, like Justin Jefferson. You know he's now their number two clearly. Um, Keep yeah. But what else are I, thinking? Randall oh, Cobb, Brandon what, Cooks type type games for you know the Vikings yeah, defense. Uh, they could step up as well. Yeah, so I see yeah. Randall Cobb right below in the slot. Yeah, um, and then I, I think for this game in general, I think that the, the Texans should be able to pull this one out. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 24-21. Um, uh, Texans, what do you think? Um, I think the Vikings are a little better, even though their defense is not, not very good. But I think they're a little better, and I think I like Mike Zimmer as a coach. More than, more than Bill O'Brien. Like I said, Billy O. Stooge is Pat McAfee likes to call him. So I probably see the Vikings winning in a close one, twenty-eight, twenty-seven. Okay, so that's gonna be a close yeah, game. It's gonna be a close game. Um, let's see matchup here. You have this matchup rating, forty-three point one. I don't know what that. Like, what's like a good matchup? Yeah, out of a hundred. Bears co. It's like out of a hundred, yeah. right? 
So that's just, that's all right. I guess that's the middle. It's the average. And then the spread is three and a half. Uh, over-unders, 53 and a half. Yeah, Houston, sorry. Yeah, we're seeing a lot of um, high, high over-unders because the uh, offensive explosion this year. Yeah, last night, did you see that? Last night, I wonder if they have it here. Mm-hmm. Last night's over-under was, uh, let's get this one. Will they show the over-under. I don't know if they have the over-under here. Scored, what is that, 65 points? Yeah, the over/under was forty-one. Oh my gosh! And it scored <laughs> right sixty-five points, and yeah. it scored sixty-five. So, you know, it's always like, so yeah, they're definitely definitely raising over/unders. Mm-hmm. It seems like without fans, um, it's like true. Uh, it's an offensive. It's, a, it's an offensive battle. That's why also in DraftKings, I like the fact that you can get the Texans for dirt cheap because, mm-hmm. you know, cheap defenses, any defense at any week. It really is going to go up. It's really who's going to go up the least points. Like, yeah. um, that's an obvious thing, but like, and who's going to get sacked? But like, why are the Texans so cheap? I don't know. I don't understand because they, they, they're capable of having a big game, but yeah. if they put up sacks and turnovers, which they should be able to, yeah. um, because they, they've been known for their defense, they really have been. Like, it's a known thing that they have a good defense. So, um, they have a good defensive line. Yeah. Uh, they should at least. Um, let's see what else we have. Okay, so that's that game, and then the next game I wanted to talk about was the Patriots Chiefs game. Um, let's pull that up. I think that's another one where you can uh, both like it's a, an efficient offense. Mm-hmm. Official efficient offenses trump all defenses. That's uh something I heard. Um, the Chiefs are the best in the league clearly after what they did last yeah. week. Um, Cam Newton has the third highest percentage of. Um, I think like like accuracy throws uh, in 2020, um, and then I don't I think that's the stat, and then that doesn't count, you know. But then he still he also has his running game, um, so this could be a game where it just puts up a bunch of fantasy points. Yeah. So uh, I yeah go for it. Uh, last week, you know, we saw Lamar struggles against Chiefs, so um, you know they were able to contain him as a running quarterback. So you you might get a little concern for Cam Newton because he is running quarterback, but he, I think he usually likes more inside runs because he's a bigger guy than Lamar. So I don't think covering the edges will help the chiefs as much because Steve Spagnola is pretty good against running quarterbacks, but the cheat, the, um, the Patriots should have to throw to keep up with the chiefs, obviously. So you could see some Cam Newton's uh, passing numbers go up. And then when they get around the goal line, you know, they have a, a billion backs. James White, Rex Burkhead, uh, Damian Harris coming back, J.J. Taylor. Like, it's a mess, but Cam Newton also could steal. He likes stealing those uh, running, those short goal line Yeah, those short run So, I think Cam Newton's a pretty good pretty good start this week after a down week last week. Um, yeah, and then for the, for the Chiefs side, I think that, like I said, I mean, Patrick Mahomes could just – the question is really if, if they – if they can figure out the cheat, the Patriots defense, um, Mahomes can be a big, big fat is going to play a big factor, obviously. So I like him in, in, in fantasy. I like Travis Kelsey, Sammy Watkins, Julian Edelman. Let's pull up their matchups. I know that, um, the tight end here, here's a tight end one. Um, here, this, um, Travis Kelsey has the fourth best matchup. Yeah. Or the yeah, the fourth best matchup. He's got uh, Adrian Phillips right. 
you know, uh, which maybe they won't use Adrian Phillips because uh, Travis Kelsey's a bigger guy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're gonna. He's seventy-one. Yeah, Travis Kelsey like, has a lot. Is a lot bigger, so they might pull a linebacker on him. They might use someone else. I wonder if they can find someone else that New England would use. I don't know. I don't know who their linebackers are. Um, this year, like this year, I really don't know because like they have all those injury. They have all those guys who opted out. Yeah, they their defense still has been pretty good, even with all the out, even with all the opt outs. But yeah, I mean, you're starting Travis Kelsey regardless. But and yeah, you see that he has and then, a better matchup. If, he could, yeah, he could blow up. Um, so definitely in a fantasy perspective, let's check his price this week. I know his price was um, he top, obviously yeah. his most expensive. Yeah. Yeah, he's got sixty eight hundred, and the next guy is is Mark Andrews at six thousand, who can also go for a big game. Um, you asked me earlier; we were talking about um, when to pay up, when to not pay up, and something I wanted to say was mm-hmm. that like uh, quarterbacks um, and receivers are always worth it to pay down for, whereas in running backs, you always kind of want to pay up for mm-hmm. um, because running backs will constantly have, you know, the, the big name running backs will have good yeah. games in 80, 90% of the time. Um, and then with receivers, if you get a guy who's super cheap, then um, that's when like, he just needs a touchdown a couple yards and you're like, it works. Yeah. And you have the, you have the advantage there. Yeah, value. Like cheap plays this week. I honestly, Joe Burrow, um, yeah, I like Joe Burrow this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I like another cheap play. I like I like Jonathan Taylor. Um, he's a good play. He's cheaper. Is he cheap? um, yeah, he's six thousand. I mean, he's not super cheap. Yeah. He's sixty six hundred. Um, but like, he should have a really good week this week. Um, let me see if I have anyone else. Oh, I mean, this is a running back. Even though I said to pay up, so I'm, I have a running back here also, like David Montgomery. He's really the only running back there. Um, Terry Cohn's done for the yep, season. This year. Um, he's de- he's going to be given a true three down role. Um, let's see. He certainly earned the opportunity. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he's got yards after yards after contact. He's got three point one. Um, he's like top. I think he's seventeenth ranked there, which is still pretty good. Um, yeah, he he like breaks a lot of tackles. That's what I'm basically seeing off his stats. Right. Um, only only Chris Carson and Austin Eckler have gained at least two two yards after contact on a higher percentage than Montgomery. So he's actually ranked third in yards after contact. Um, yeah, he's caught 31 of 44 targets, 249 yards, uh, and has a pair of touchdowns as a receiver uh, over the past two seasons. So if he really gets going, like there's no reason um, – what do they have? Cordell Patterson yeah. might be Cordero, the next guy. Cordero Patterson would be the only guy taken away from him. And I guess he's been okay for them, but Dave Montgomery probably. I mean, I don't know what Mac, Matt Nagy is doing because sometimes he uses Cohen and Montgomery in weird ways, but we could see Montgomery, but turn into a three down back. But that we should we should save that for when we're doing uh, Chicago versus Indy. But yeah, we'll definitely get into that there. Another cheap one I'd yeah. say. Oh, yeah. Here's where I was here Keenan Allen. He's at sixty five hundred. Mm-hmm. He could be really good. Um, I think I have him here somewhere. Yeah, let's get into another game though. Definitely get into another game. I just 
you asked me that earlier, and I remembered that. Also, I wanted to answer that Chiefs, question. Chiefs probably win that game, even though Belichick has beaten the, the Chiefs and you know AFC Championship. That was with Brady with a better defense. Yeah, Chiefs probably. Yeah, well, I mean, what, uh, what, what score do you think? Uh, what do you think the score is going to be? Uh, Chiefs high scoring, probably. I would take 34-28. Okay, so I'll take like I think I think that the Chiefs kind of kind of do it through what they did to the Ravens. Right. Uh, I'm going to go thirty-one twenty-two. Right. That's going to be my prediction. I think the next game that c- could have a lot of fantasy production is the uh, Saints and the Lions. Oh, true. Um. Yeah, let's pull that one up. Uh, here it is. Yeah, so Saints Lions. This game. Uh, it has the highest total on this on on the slate. Um, but it dropped two mm. points. So, um, must be like you know, it's usually a lot of betters because they see it and they're like, that's yeah. way too high. So they bring it down by betting. Um, this game can oh, be easily a lot of people aren't going to see this game and and it can it can lead to the big payouts on in DraftKings and stuff. Um, both defenses rank at the bottom half of the league. The Saints and Lions also sit near the top of the league in percentage of pass-to-rush plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so they like to pass a lot. Matthew Stafford, Kenny Galladay. Um, I think Marvin Jones is out. Um, also, not like you said, the, the total went down two points, probably also with the news earlier this morning. This, we're recording this Friday afternoon. Um earlier this morning that said that Michael Thomas still could be out this week because he was, he was being, you know, limited on Wednesday and yeah. Thursday. So we thought, Oh, okay. Michael Thomas is coming back. But now Ian Rappaport is saying he he's trending up, but he does not necessarily, not necessarily going to play. So that could be. Okay. That's what it was. Right. Okay. So that's huge. Um, and then, okay. Kenny got, okay. So like Kenny Galladay, uh, he was heavily involved. You know, so far these first yeah, two games. Yeah, that's definitely needed. Um, on his first game, I mean, last week he didn't play the first week, correct? No, the he did first not two play, weeks. Yeah. Right, and now he's probably going to be a number, uh, you know, number one over, overall receiver yeah. for him. Um, yeah. So if Michael Thomas is out, I mean, really can hurt the whole fact of the game. Kamara just keeps getting the receiving work, and Kamara's like elite number. Yeah. One. So I mean, like definitely, definitely, if you're trying to play. Uh, like DraftKings FanDuel, definitely play Alvin Kamara. It's worth the pay up for him, even though he's probably he's, he's the most expensive guy. Yeah, that's um, what we were talking. He's still worth it. Uh, if you're looking to fade away from him, if you're looking to go away and like, oh, who else mm-hmm. could there be? Um, you're, another good option would be like Zeke. Um, Cook, like we mentioned. Uh, it's, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Um, hold on, I, have a, I have something else. Um, I like. I like Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders this week really could get in a good spot. Um, Derrick Henry could have been in a good spot this week. Yeah. Um, but then if like Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs, um, those guys, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler. So any of those guys really after that can really be um, very big for, for that, for, for the number one. If you're looking to get away from Camara, I lost yeah. my train of thought again. Right, but you were saying that's exactly what you what you said before. Your your philosophy, pay up for these big guys because they're going to get so many opportunities. And then, if Michael Thomas is out, I mean, you got to start Kamara. Like DFS. I mean, even if Michael Thomas yeah. is in, Kamara still is going to get all the groundwork and still going to get these little dinks and dumps yeah. that that what's it called throws. Like um, a lot of people, 
okay, so if there's a spot to play Drew Brees, this might be a spot because a lot of people are jumping off like yeah. off the train. Um, and because all right, here it is. Uh, only three point one of his twenty twenty pass attempts have traveled over twenty or more yards in the air. This is a this is six percentage points lower than his than last year. Um, he has the lowest average depth of targets in the NFL by over a yard. So like he's really not throwing the ball. No, he's not deep. Um, they're in the must. They're really in a must win game here too. Um, sure. so I see that I don't really see anything else but I love Kenny Kenny Galladay Alvin Kamara if Michael Thomas plays he could be huge um, and then both quarterbacks could put up a lot of numbers um, anything else here um, I think the Saints I mean if you're trying to bet the Saints are always going to try to always go to bet on mm-hmm. um, when it comes to betting only because they're somehow somehow I don't know how they always figure out yeah. ways to win even though even though the refs hate them and everything. Um, I think the the I think it's a high scoring game. I think it's gonna be thirty eight thirty one. All right. After some technical difficulties, we're back. Sorry for the delay. Um, actually, you're not gonna get a delay because I'll have it. We'll have it edited. But um, awesome. You back? Yeah, you are. See, we're good to have you back. All right. So as you're saying, we're talking about Kenny Galladay. Um, he should have a great matchup if Marshall Lattimore plays this week. He he should, he's a great matchup, and if he doesn't play this week. It's the backup. So it's going to be a great matchup regardless for Kenny Galladay. I love Kenny Galladay this week. I wish I had him in my season longs. Yeah, me um, too. But definitely going to play him in a lot of DraftKings this week. So, Yeah, he's worth it for you to pay up for him. Yeah. And this game could be sneaky high scoring because Saints defense, like we said, has not been good. No, there's no good defense. And then on the other side, um, the, the Lions defense, I mean, they're able to stop Kyler Murray – but sure. I don't know if that's going to be an answer, you know, for the Saints. Yeah. Um, so definitely a lot of interesting there. The next game I want to talk about, I want to tell you about Jacksonville and Cincinnati. Um, this could be a border like like a. Let me see what I have here. I'm pulling it up. Oh, here it is. Okay. So both these teams are looking to get wins. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Jaguars got their first win, but they're, if they want to like win this division, they're going to have to put up a lot. They have to. They're gonna have to have like I would say eight wins to make the playoffs in that division because there's gonna be a lot of good teams in the AFC. Um, yeah. I think that I think that you're yeah eight or nine. So Jaguars are definitely gonna struggle. Um, so they're looking to get wins off a team that hasn't been able to win. Had a ugly tie last week. Yeah, it's quite ugly. <laughs> so uh, what do you, what's your take on this game? So I love James Robinson. I picked him up off the waiver wire in a couple of my season long. But he, I think, if like you were saying, if you wanted to turn away from Camaro, like the really expensive guys, he's not too expensive. I think he's six thousand. But um, the Bungles' defense not very good. Um, you know, they got they made car. I mean, they picked off Carson Wentz twice, but they they let Carson Wentz back into the game with their, you know, their one good wide receiver. Their receivers are coming off the street, so their defense is not good. So Gardner Minshew could have a bounce back game from that Dolphins disaster because we, we all, you know, thought he was going to be good sleeper. But um, this could be a um, first win for Joe Burrow. And also, like you you said, Joe Burrow, also good sleeper in fantasy. Yeah, I definitely like Joe Burrow. Um, I do like Gardner Minshew this week. I like DJ Chark to have a big game. That was my two guys from that game. Um, yeah. 
So, uh, hold on. Oh, but got to mention Joe Mixon. Like, he, he's been so frustrating. So, he has been so bad this week. And, I mean, the past couple weeks. And we drafted him as a late round one pick. And, like, Joe Mixon has not been performing. So, if he can't get it done against the Jaguars defense, then I really got to panic. I mean, I'm panicking a little bit. But if he doesn't get it done against Jacksonville, then it's full on panic mode. And I, I would look to trade him. Like you're not going to get first round value, obviously, but you can't just have this guy who's getting, he's getting 19 touches a game and he's still putting up seven points, you know, max and half PPR. Like it's ridiculous. He, yeah. Someone asked me if he should bench him this week. I was like, I don't think this is the week to bench him, but this could be the week to bench him. Um, and then look to trade him or dump him. Would you uh, bet him for Darrell Henderson, let's say? Uh, Darrell Henderson. Uh, that's a tough one. I would say no, not this week. Like, the Jaguars are bad. Would you? I'm actually, because I personally am benching him for Darrell Henderson in a league. Okay, that's interesting. So, we'll see how that works out. But, like, the Jaguars, like you said, Jaguars are bad, but the Giants are awful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you all know my my sneaky pick. My mm-hmm. sneaky pick could be one of these defenses oh, from this yeah. game because there could be a lot of sacks. Yeah, I hear um, that. They could get going. Yeah. Do you like Joe Burrow to get his first win? I do. I think the Bengals pull off a win here. Uh, I think they win thirty-three thirty. Yeah. So, I personally, I. You know, the the Bengals, I, as a Ravens fan, I've seen a lot of the Bengals, good Bengals, and this is not good, good Bengals <laughs> team. So no. I think the Cincinnati and prevent, uh, you know, Gardner Minshew gets his Minshew mania luck back and he, they prevent Joe Burrow's first win still. And they win uh, 24-17. I like that. And then the next game we can go on to is the uh, Giants-Rams. Um, the Giants are really struggling. They have an 0 3 start. Um, yeah. The Rams are 2 and 1. Tough game last week. They should have won that. Um, other oh, than quick, that. Quick note, quick note. Yeah. Start start Tyler Boyd for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we got, keep forgetting to go through those guys. Yeah, he's got one, additionally, got one of the best matchups. Yeah. Yeah. I keep missing these things. Um, but now that we're talking about good matchups for the Rams, uh, yeah. All the, I mean, all the receivers should get going. If they don't yeah. get going now, if, if Jared Goff isn't getting going now, when was he's not going to get going right. at all? Like this is the week. They're they're picked by thirteen points. It should be in forty eight overall points. Um, so yeah, I mean, Aaron Donald probably should have like four or five sacks. Honestly, <laughs> that, that that's quite a bold prediction. <laughs> no, like honestly, shot like three or four. <laughs> yeah, this O line is awful, and their their rushing game also is awful. Deion Lewis, you know, Deion Lewis got one rush attempt last week for zero yards and one catch for five yards. He was out snapped, I think, by by um the guy who they just signed off the street, Devontae Freeman. So the their their run game is just horrendous and the passing game isn't much better so again like with the cornerback matchups like you were saying Jared Goff has got to get going because Cooper Cup got a great matchup yeah I think that if you're looking for uh, 
like I think the Cooper Cup has the probably has the most uh, fantasy points this week out of any receiver. That's what I'm going to go with as well. Um, Top over Woods, I, you take Top over Woods this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have number one. He has <laughs> the number, number one matchup. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's could be guys like random. There could be one of those games, um, like Adam Thielen type game where just people aren't you know, on top of him, and then he just, yeah. like, goes hammer. Uh, or, like, Kenny Galladay, Emmanuel Sanders. Like, I like the really cheap guys on DraftKings this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Emmanuel Sanders and Randall Cobb. So, like, those are the only guys who, like, really I can see have big game um, points right there. Well, I have a whole thing right here. I didn't even know I had this. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I found a list of things. Okay. Um, either way, I think this game – um, it's just going to be one big fat blowout. Yep. Um, the rant, I mean, if there's a week though for the Giants really to have like an any real like a good game sorta, it could be this one. One of those randoms where just the Rams don't show up and yeah. the Giants do, but I don't see that really happening. Yeah. Um, especially Giants got to go east to west. They'll play in LA, but I think the Rams probably you know blow them out like 35-14. I mean, fourteen is is charitable for the Giants because their offense has just been really bad. Yeah. Uh, I see Henderson is averaging 6.1 yards per carry over the past two weeks. See, that's – And has a rushing touchdown. So, you might be right That's there. what I'm saying, I see? see. No, I'm telling you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Oh, I need to click that. Oh, don't leave. Um, no, no, we lost the page. Okay. And someone's going to start yelling. Um <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a second as I go back here. Um, the next game. What was the next game you said you wanted to talk about? You had a game. Um, Browns Cowboys yes. was a game I wanted to talk about because in there I I could see that I can see both quarterbacks having big games. Yeah. I I spoke, we I talked to Rocky about this the other night <laughs> where I think that if there's a week for Baker to have a big week, it's this week. Just because Dallas gives up so many points somehow. Yeah. Um, but if there's a week for Dallas to completely dominate, it's this week where like the Browns are just could be like we're, we don't really know much about the 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 um the not the Dolphins the Browns and it can turn out to be just one fat ugly blowout in Dallas's favor. Well, um, they have been getting the running game going with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. I think. Um, those are the, the best one-two punch of running backs in the league, but Kareem has a groin injury. And it says it's not believed to be serious, but he, he, should, he should play, but he could be a little limited. But, um, again, they, like you said, are probably going to be behind, so they might have to throw a bunch. So they could Kareem could be good for fantasy because he, he seems to be the pass-catching running back. That's his role. But, um, yeah, but, like, Baker does not seem to be – on the same page with Jarvis and, and Odell. So I don't know um, if he, because like I said, we expect him to be behind. So if he has a connection with them, then he could be good, but I, I don't see it happening. And I think that okay. probably, probably wins. Not, not a huge blowout, but, but um, they could probably win by, I'm sorry, about um, maybe 10, you know, 10 to 14 points. Okay. Um, yeah, it, and then, I mean, for fantasy purposes here as well, let's see. Uh, yeah. 
I, I think from the Dallas side could be huge. Yeah, the Dallas side. Sure. I think mean, Cooper, CD Lamb. They all. I mean, this game could be. What is the over under in this game? Let's see. Fifty six yeah, is the over under. Huge points. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but I really, I really like Dallas here too. Like, I really think Dallas could just kick them. Um, but if you're if you're a Gallup Cooper Lamb owner, you're just you you have like a small at least for me like a small concern that that um, the Cowboys just run all over the Browns because their run defense is not very good. They're awful. Um, okay, I hear that. Yeah, but um, no, I qu- see. Like, the question is, do they get know. do they get ahead and then just you know grind out the clock? Who the the, the Cowboys? Cowboys yeah. And the Cowboys throw. Um, yeah, they throw a lot. Let me see. Um, the K either Cowboys have Prescott. Um, no, I think that. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh well, I don't know. They, they run a very fast-paced yeah. game. The Cowboys run. They're, they're the fastest. That's right. It's the fastest-paced team um, right now. So that's definitely going to be an issue. Like, I don't know if they run the ball. Like I would avoid mm-hmm. Zeke this week. Honestly. Oh yeah, I'm actually. Is Miles Garrett. Hold on. Is Miles is is the is the head slammer in this yeah, week? I um yeah, I do want to amend my statement. I was wrong. Uh, Cleveland actually has very good run defense. Their pass defense is the problem. So maybe. Yeah, maybe okay. like you said, avoid Zeke. Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah because Just of my get like I, last week he was out. Yeah. This week he's not even on the injury report. Yeah. Okay. Greedy Williams. Kareem Hunt. Williams is again out. So he, you know, another starting cornerback, and he hasn't played at all this season. Denzel Ward is constantly right. injured, so he's not playing at full strength. So, yeah, I think – Dak, Dak can probably attack the Cowboys through the air, actually. Yeah, I think the Cowboys should win this game. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say they put up forty. I'm gonna say thirty-six points. Yeah, that's good. What do you think? That sounds about right. Um, maybe, you know, five touchdowns through the air. A couple. I mean, not five touchdowns through the air, but five total touchdowns. Three or four through the air and and one on the ground, one or two on the ground. Okay, yeah. that's they're gonna pass it. I mean, they should be able to blow them out. That's the yeah. Truth. Either way, you're definitely starting Dak, Zeke, um, Cooper. Yeah. The thing is, can you you're hit, looking to get everyone. Yeah. Involved. Can you hit on on Lamb and Gallup and DK, basically, because they're a little less expensive. Oh, let's see what they're what they're about what they're worth. Oh my, this is not Lamb. I think Lamb is so cheap yeah. right now. There he is. 5400 5, Like That's really cheap. You can get him there cheap. Um, his matchup, though, I don't think I have him at a good matchup mm-hmm. here, according to PFF, at least. Um, the PFF matchup shows him. And... Did I miss him? Yes. Yeah, so... No. Hold on. That's... Oh, here he is. He has – oh, it's not so bad. It's Tavion uh, Thomas. Yeah, not a great matchup, but not a positive matchup nonetheless. So, All right. Um, give me a second. Yes, yeah, so what else were you saying about – oh, 
That's what you're saying. Okay, give me a second. I got to just – Yeah, so with Kareem Hunt's injury, um, like I said, he's most likely going to play, but he could be limited. And then if unexpectedly unexpectedly he does not play, you got to um, you got to start Chubb everywhere because Chubb would be elite because he would probably be three downs, maybe come off the field like a tiny bit for like Hilliard, Dontrell Hilliard. But but yeah, if if Hunt is out, Chubb becomes someone who's not he's not the most expensive, but he would be able to put up RB one numbers because he'd get passing down rolls and and uh, regular rolls as well. So, uh, yeah, I'm making you pick another game that you want. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So whichever game you want to talk about, go we talk, for it. We'll talk about we, that one. We talk Seahawks Dolphins. We can do Seahawks Dolphins. All right, to see. I mean, that that could be a big game. I mean, the, the clear, there's clearly a lot to talk about in this game. Um, I really like Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett to, to have huge games. Um, with Chris Carson out, I think that they throw it like they're probably going to throw it most of Is the Carson game. Is Carson out? They're, Is that confirmed? I think Chris Carson's out. I mean, here's your injury report. Um, it's Chris Carson. I don't know where Chris Carson is. Um, but that I think he was expected to play, or at least they said try to play. So let's see. Oh, done. there it is. Um, okay, so Chris Carson, questionable. Oh, Jamal, okay, interesting. Yeah. That's good uh-huh. for Mike Isicki because uh-huh. Jamal Adams is usually really good at shutting down tight ends. But Mike Isicki yeah. um, could, could – uh, uh, I actually like Mike yeah. Isicki's uh, matchup this yeah, week. Yeah, matchup. Uh, wrong thing, wrong thing. Here it is. Mike Isicki right here. He has a 20% matchup against KJ right. Wright should be taking him. Um, top six, and I don't. Yeah, it's top six. Uh, he does. And here, here's an offensive rating eighty nine point eight this Crazy. week. Like that should be very productive. He is the highest tight end. I want to say, yeah, there is Mike Kosicki, your highest tight end. So that's like a cheap guy. That's a guy that can definitely get involved. Brian Fitzpatrick should be able to get involved because. So that offensive rating, what what does that mean when when you say eighty nine point eight? That's just how how well he plays when. When he's involved, I see. Yeah, it's usually it should be his production. Right. Uh, it's usually a production thing. Um, he's been so really we'll productive see. when he's gotten the chance. Yeah, when he's gotten the chance, he's been and like he should. Yeah, he should just be able to put up mm-hmm. a lot of product. Like, just there should there shouldn't be like a reason why he's not. Yeah. Unless he drops the ball a lot, um, yeah. that's like the only reason why he should. Yeah, that's really it. Um, other than that, the other, other from this game, I really don't like any of the running, running guy, like, um, Gaskin. I don't like any running back. Yeah. I don't like Gaskin. I don't like even Chris Carson. Like, I just yeah. don't like him because I think that they're going to somehow Seattle always has a close game. Yeah. Even, even though Seattle's favorited by six and the, it should be a high scoring yeah, game. I, I think um, like you're saying their games have been close. I, I was like, that doesn't seem right. And then I realized that they won a last second touchdown to DK against the Cowboys. They had to stop the Patriots on the one yard line. 
again, you know, with right? Cam and then week one, who'd they play? Um, Seattle Seahawks played, I don't even know who week one week. Yeah, so either way, either way, um, their defense, like you're saying, their defense, I believe, is the reason why. In- oh, they had to play the Falcons. It was another yeah. close game for most of the game. Right. Um, Seattle made it, I mean, the Falcons made it close right. at the so end. Right, the- so the Seahawks defense is actually horrendous. They, I've been hearing, you know, they also, just like the Vikings, they got, you know, name recognition. You think Legion of Boom, but they are awful. They, and with Jamal Adams out now, they are going to be horrendous. I, I heard something about they were giving up, I believe, like 1,700 yards to, to wide receivers throughout three games. And the next closest team is like 1,100, the Falcons. Like they are just miles ahead of other defenses in how bad they've been. And they, they keep winning because, you know, Russ is cooking, obviously. But also, people have to keep throwing against them because Russ is doing so well. So they just have to keep throwing, and they're, they, they're not getting any pass rush. So, yeah. Well, so from a fan's perspective, I like every receiver, tight yeah. end, quarterback. Sneaky, sneaky Ryan Fitzpatrick um, game. I'm game. starting to yeah, right. I probably will not be. I probably will not be touching that. That is. You gotta sure. have the cojones to do that, but <laughs> you know, because there's always you can, you can always turn into Fitz tragic. But, yeah, at any but, given uh, moment, at any given moment, he could yeah. definitely turn into that. Um, the next game I know you want to talk about. We didn't talk yeah. about it yet. Ravens, Washington football team. Yeah. Um, somehow the football team is still at yeah. the top of the division. Yeah. That's, that's, that's um, bad. This is definitely a definitely a great bounce back spot, um, especially in, for both the Ravens to win and the Ravens to have um, a good comeback, uh, like yeah. a fantasy pers- from from fantasy perspective. Um, let me say, I'm thinking Lamar Jackson could have easily yep. 30 points. He should be able to rush the ball. Um, Chase Young's yep. out. Matt Ioannidis is out. Uh, Nah, United is out, so there shouldn't be any reason why the Ravens can't just rush the ball. Um, and then the Ravens' defense is a great play this week because we're talking exactly. Dwayne Haskins. They are um, what's called, as I've said many times, um, if Alex Smith is not playing by the end of this game, the Ravens have not done their job because they should they should be Correct. turning over uh, Haskins. They should be getting pressure after you know non-existent pressure against the against the um, Chiefs last week, and they should be able to confuse Haskins with their blitzes because, you know, not every quarterback you're going to face is Mahomes who can pick up the blitz well and understand it. So I think Haskins should be confused, and he should he should throw a few interceptions, turn the ball over. And Baltimore, I mean, they're favored by 14, and they could easily win by, by three touchdowns. So you got to start. But I don't know if you can start someone like, J.K. Dobbins, like uh, they're they're going to run well, but you don't know exactly who's going to do it. Right. So I I like guys. I like I like Hollywood yeah. this week. Uh, I think that could definitely be a big game. Um, I'm very. I really think that the Ravens yeah. just whoop them, forty-one to ten. Yeah. Ravens and 42 Um. Yeah, and we see right here thirty six and zero. The Ravens are thirty six and zero outright as a double digit favorite. 
regular season. They're f- favored by 14 points, which is actually like legitimately ridiculous in an NFL game to be favored by two touchdowns. Last year, last year they were favored 17 against oh, the yeah, Jets. That was insane. Uh, and they still covered. So, and their only team to uh, only team never to yeah. lose such a game. So that's interesting. I'm um, definitely have to look into that more. Yeah. Also, um, scary Terry Terry McLaurin is, did not practice on Friday, and he's injured. He's questionable. So Dwayne Haskins going to be even more limited, and Stephen Sims, their number two receiver, is out. So they could be trotting out, you know, guys like Dontrell Inman, as who did catch a touchdown last week, but um, they their receivers are going to be limited. Would you start? Yeah. yeah, I mean, the Ravens, the Ravens, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't touch anyone on the Redskins. What about uh, Washington? Yeah. On what about Washington, Antonio but... Gibson? No, I really wouldn't. I, I think that the Ravens are looking to come back with vengeance from last week. And what a better yeah. week for them yeah. to do it against the worst. <laughs> they're, I mean, not they're not the worst team because right now yeah. winning their division. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my, I don't know how. Um... Yeah, what was the other thing you said you wanted to talk about? Um, you had a different game that you picked. Yeah, so, uh oh, you said Arizona, Carolina. So, okay, go for it. It's all you. Take it away. What do you like about so, this game? So, Kyler Murray should bounce back against Panthers. The run defense for the Panthers is is pretty bad, and I don't know why why Josh Kelly didn't do well last week. He was supposed to be really good for the Chargers. But, you know, he kind of busted for me. But he did fumble, so that could be why. But Austin Eckler did really well. So Kenyon Drake could get a, a bounce-back performance because he hasn't been so good this year. Um, and then the Panthers will probably be in catch-up against the Cardinals. So Mike Davis could be solid, you know, catching passes out of the backfield. And um, although, um, although the Cardinals, I believe, are listed as the best – the worst matchup for wide receivers. I think DJ Moore is a pretty good matchup, right? If I believe, if we can go to that um, wide receiver cornerback matchup. Here it is. Here's what I Robbie Anderson has been has been um, getting a lot more uh, passes. I really like Mike right. Davis. Yeah, DJ Moore top five, and DJ Moore has a great matchup. Um, he's ahead of. Thielen and Tyree Hill. It's weird, Hill, though, so, because they, they um, are 32nd in points given up. So I'm not exactly sure how that translates because they're, you know, they've got good matchups, but they're just not giving up touchdowns, I guess, uh, in the air. Yeah, that's so true. It's such because interesting. you see that. Um, stats, yeah. no, look at this. Uh, the Panthers are averaging 99 rushing yards a game. That's very yeah, little. It's not, not very good. Seventh fewest. Yeah, so they're definitely going to be looking to throw the ball. Um, well, it's really all those yeah. dump offs that they have been giving McCaffrey. So it's such a bad stat, but it's yeah, I guess it's the truth. Yeah, like the screen game, like like we um, we say a lot of people say, like the screens to Golden Tate and stuff when he was with Detroit. It's like an extension of the run game, quote unquote. So those show up as passes, but they're. You know, it's basically a run. Here, here I got the, the projections. Ah, I finally found it. Okay. Um, 
No, the other thing I, I keep going off, I have like a hundred yeah. things open on my computer. Um, the other things to know about this game, I really think that uh, Cardinals Hopkins should have a huge game. That's the truth. There should be no reason yeah. why he doesn't go. If he plays, though, hammer. Yeah, I don't know why he's even injured. I think he, let's see, he should have. Well, for this is a DraftKings. I think he has, I'd say, eighteen fantasy mm-hmm. points. Um, this week, so I really like him. I think that ranks him at number one, honestly. Yeah, um, I know you love again, Hopkins. I love yeah. Hopkins this year. Um, and every week he's really projected every week to score the most points. Yeah, he's definitely. Wow, yeah, eighteen point four. So he's always top guy. It's I I'll I'll say that I I was wrong. I didn't see him. Um, I didn't see him as the number one guy. I knew he'd be top five, maybe top ten, you know, top ten, maybe top five. But uh, you know, because with the no, no COVID, no preseason, and not able to integrate with the new team. But you you saw it the whole way, and you're you're picking him nonstop in the first round. Great pick. Oh, they just updated it. Like I said, mm-hmm. just updated it at literally two minutes oh, wow. ago. And now they have him down at 16.8 points. Yeah. So they just dropped him two points. Something must have, yeah, well, I guess because he was injured. Wow. That's interesting. That's sad. We have to keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, he has like the, what is he? He has some, he's averaging mm-hmm. six and a half yards. Right. He's at, I don't know, he's, he's, he's not really good. He's just really good this year, and I saw that. I picked him number one across the board. First round, not, not number one overall. So, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. First round, I should say. Yeah, you're right. First round. Um, yeah. Game time is like here. Um, that's what it mm-hmm. says. Oh, man. That's going to be crazy. That's going to be a really yeah. interesting. Um, Christian Kirk, also game time decision. So you got to monitor it, but you could see Andy Isabella step up. Okay, and Isabella definitely, um, life and Gerald. Yeah. I mean, he's still old, but he still yeah, definitely exactly. got it in him. Okay, so it's definitely, definitely interesting. Um, I do have a lot of Andy Isabella, um, in like in season long, yeah, solid just to back that up. Um, so yeah, and solid DFS for sure. Um, the next game I want to talk about it's Buffalo versus the Oakland Las Vegas Raiders. Las yeah. Vegas Raiders. <laughs> I called them Oakland earlier today as well. Um, I think that Oakland or lost <laughs> excited again. I think that the I'm just gonna call them the Raiders. I think that the Raiders really can pull this game out. Um, but I really don't like anything mm-hmm. fantasy wise from the Raiders. I'm more like obviously I like Josh Allen again. Um, but I think this is the week where Josh Allen falls off. And the Raiders allow mm-hmm. the fewest touchdowns. Um, they move at a yeah, slow pay, pace. It could be a low scoring game. What do you think about this game? What's your? What um, you... I think Raiders' run defense is pretty bad. So usually we think of the Bills as a you know run first defensive team, right? But Josh Allen's been bucking that trend, you know, with all the passes, four hundred yards a game, possible early sneaky MVP candidate. But still, Devin Singletary and maybe Zach Moss if he plays, I think he's going to be back. They both should should be able to rush for a lot of yards. Bold bold prediction, maybe you know one hundred fifty plus. But still, 
combined. You're yeah, saying combined. Still, like said, the Raiders could win this game because Buffalo has to go to to the West and go play in Vegas. And does travel, travel really matter? Home field advantage. I think travel does matter. I think home field advantage doesn't matter as much because I just think being out of your home stadium and and having to to get in a plane and fly all the way west four or five hours, I think it could make a little bit of a difference. Yeah, you know, it's not it doesn't affect the good teams. And the Bills the Bills are a good team, but we right. saw them almost blow a lead last week and they should have blown the lead because that pass interference call at the end was a little ticky tack. Yeah. The Rams That was bogus. I was bogus. It was to protect yeah, the real. referee's they fantasy to score. Was, yeah. He was going up yeah. against yeah. <laughs> But Darren um, Waller, Darren Waller. Other than that, really, Darren Waller's yeah, huge. Uh, he ranks faint. Let's see, he ranks fifth, fifth, fifth against uh, in the NFL with twenty nine point five percent target share. That's the highest by a tight end. He has a great matchup as well this week. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, like you said, um, you could pick the Raiders to win. I think the Bills probably will win, but but you could see the Raiders winning, but. You don't like any of the fantasy guys. I hear that because they always throw to these random guys. Like you see like Foster Moreau and these random fullbacks are catching touchdowns from Derek Carr. So you can't start Derek Carr. You can't start any guys. Darren Wall would be the one guy and then maybe Hunter Renfro with, with Ruggs and, and Edwards injured. Yeah, Hunter Renfro also has a pretty good matchup this week. So yeah. Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Um, I really like those. I think um... – but you can't start any other receiver. No, Darren Waller should have about yeah. 15. No, nah, nah, that's a lot. About 15 fantasy points, really. It's a lot, but I think he can get there. Um, do we know? It's definitely starting Diggs. You're starting Singletary. Maybe Zach Moss as desperation. But do either this John team have Brown, any injuries John right Brown, now? just had his calf injury but he is now off the injury report so that's good news for buffalo because mm. he left in the middle of last game all right good. buffalo is lower down john yes. brown was listed as that was thursday a limited he's, he's practice. off the injury report now friday okay third okay so he's off the friday's injury report and then you said for the raiders um they don't have much no they no they do Either. Oh, they do. Oh, here. Whoa. Well, they just have a lot of guys questionable and doubtful. But no, Rose really Edwards, big names. Uh, but I'm saying besides outside yeah. of the, the guys you mentioned, it really isn't. Um, it just looks like yeah. a bunch of, it's a bunch of linemen. Yeah, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting. It looks like a lot of the guys played Wednesday. Wednesday, they all, they all practiced Thursday. Mm-hmm. So it should be fine. This guy's doubtful. Went surgery. Okay. Yeah, Edwards I don't know. So out. we'll definitely see. Uh, it's that. Yeah. Edward is ruled out now. Okay. So it definitely could be an interesting game. Um, I think that the Raiders wow. win though. Um, I think they win by a score. That's an upset uh, pick right there. Is it really though? They really don't Ooh. give. They have a good defense. The like they yeah, run defense. The Raiders, and they're yeah. not good. They're not good. They're not good, but like they don't they they don't no, give up big plays, true. and that's like that that's like the Josh I Allen specialty, and... right? So like if you're looking to avoid if you're playing DraftKings this week, I'm, I, I, 
Josh Allen should definitely be avoided. Um, I definitely see him just not mm-hmm. showing up because he, he looks to fill the ball deep. Yeah. He looks to make big runs. So so he might use his legs a lot, which which could end up in, in could end up working. But that's about it. So I really don't like Diggs. I don't like the receivers. Um, I do like the running game because I think that they rack it up. They're going to rack up the, the yard, right. like you said. And, um, and I'm saying, yeah, what, what, what's your score for that upset pick? Yeah, I'm still thinking. I think that the Raiders put up, uh, I'd say it goes 32 wow. 28. Yeah, that would be quite an yeah, I think that Singletary and Moss both get touchdowns uh, on the ground. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen throws one or two, um, and then the Raiders just somehow somehow share yeah, the ball. Yeah, Jacobs, Jacobs and could, gets involved. Um, you know, just grind out the clock. Um, another game I really like. I like the Atlanta, um, the Wait, Falcons, let's, Packers. Let's game. finish the uh, the um, one o'clock game and then do the Sunday night and Monday night. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I so we got we got um. Games. Tampa Bay versus Chargers. That, oh, yeah. Oh, this game is definitely um, an interesting game. Uh, I see. Th- so, when um, mm-hmm. last week when the Chargers the played yeah. the Panthers, I, I, had the, I said the Panthers were much better, and people are like, no. A good quarterback, this and I said, wow. No, they have an actual whole week to come up with a game plan, and they did. I think the same thing here. I think the Tampa just mm-hmm. rolls over them. Um, the Chargers have their fair share of injuries, they're not that good on yeah. offense. Justin Herbert's okay, I don't, he's good. Don't get me wrong, I think he has a bright future, a lot to learn. So, and I don't think they wanted to play him this year. I think they're really hoping um, yeah, to not cool. have someone with a punctured lung. So, um, yeah, what, what's the, your take um, here on the Panthers, but, um, Chargers game last week, I totally thought, you know, again, with the Panthers bad run defense, I thought, and Herbert looked pretty good, but, but you're right. Like they, they couldn't pull it out and they, they made a bunch of mistakes, lots of fumbles, but, um, yeah, this, this game also has a low point total. One of the lower ones we've seen 42 and a half. So, I mean, that's not that low, but you know, today's NFL is pretty low. So with Godwin out, for the for the Bucks, Mike Evans should get more targets because he's only he's only getting like two or three targets with Godwin in. But you know, luckily those were for touchdowns. But um, this is not a not a good matchup. Chargers defense is actually pretty solid, and and it's good against wide receivers. So, so the best matchup this week I have um, right. is Gronk. He is the they, they gave him the best matchup this week according to PFF, so I really like that. Um, and if there's a week that like Gronk just kind of scores it. like two three touchdowns, not a lot of yards, just yeah. Like if he's, I think he can score two three touchdowns this week and just end up having a big week. That he, he's he, I think he's like the he's gonna be probably the biggest guy outside of the lineman on that field. Um, and they somehow get to go line and like mm-hmm. you said with Godwin out Fournette also. In, there definitely should be, and Fournette also. Fournette's out, so there definitely should be a lot of opportunity. Um, Mike Evans, yeah. they're definitely going to be For watching sure. him way more carefully. Um, but we know Brady's very good at just getting to random receivers, and if he's looking for a connection that he's very, you know, good with, it should be Gronk. So I can see Gronk having um, a big week. There, I think Scott Miller, the 
you know, the backup who's going to take over for Godwin is, okay, he's questionable. He's a full participant Friday's practice, so he's going to play. But he was not very good when, when Godwin was out last. So. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think that Brady struggles, though, with a receiver mm. missing, one of his main receivers. So we'll definitely have to watch out for that. So that's definitely something to be careful. Um, but other than that, I think, like I said, with the Panthers to the Chargers, I think the, the, yeah. the Bucks have a good enough defense and the offense is good enough to, to just kind of come in and beat them. Um, Next game. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I see some people think that the Chargers yeah, really are going to win. That. That's I interesting. I do not agree as well. No. no, I just disagree. I like that that one guy who picked uh, yeah. 2013. I like that. Um, um, he might be right. the last 1 o'clock game that we're going to cover. We have Colts-Bears. So this this Bears team, they're, they are definitely the biggest pretender in my eyes as a 3-0 and team. Yeah, it's so it's – so, <laughs> there's no way they stay 3-0. Like there's really no way. Yeah. Uh, I think they lose here. That's just it. I don't like anything. So you like Montgomery, eyes. though? Yeah. But I was saying, I like Montgomery, but like, sure. there's no one that like I'm like, oh, really like from this game. Um, even like a Ty should be shut down. Um, the Bears defense should just have should be able to get have their way. But I think that the Colts at the end of the day, um, just do more. I, I don't like Nick yep. Foles. I'm not a big Nick Foles guy. Um, so definitely there. Hold on. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to pull up the matchup. Jonathan Taylor, I like. Yeah, I mean, I I just like because I think the Colts have a very solid offensive line. You gotta, I mean, you're gonna start him season long, but um, you should be pretty good against the Bears, who have been lacking a little bit with, with their run defense. Yeah, I and mean, no one really. I'm trying to like see all their matchups yeah. here. No one's really got a good matchup, um, at all. Mike Evans. Is the only one who has any type of matchup against Michael Davis, yeah. and but now they'll probably have an even better matchup. Um, so we'll definitely see that. And like you said, yeah, I like Jonathan Taylor as well. I, that that's really the only thing. But I definitely think that there's other people um, who mm-hmm. can be much better, um, like running back wise. So for DraftKings purposes, um, I need. Um, I, I would. I wouldn't mind Jonathan Taylor. Happens to be I'm trying to think really. Um, nah, I'm gonna say no to Jonathan Taylor. Like I'm not a big fan of him, and that's about it. Yeah, I'm trying to pull it up. I'm just having a little bit of an issue here. Any second, all right, here. Um, Jonathan Taylor, he's ranked seventh. Um, mm-hmm. that's where I have him ranked. I have him ranked getting about 18, 17, 18 points. Yeah, so that's not bad. I mean. It's really not. But so any, you're right. Any Colts right about that is is questionable, um, I especially I think Michael Pittman's injured now, and Paris Campbell's injured. Yeah. So, maybe so who do they have left besides Ty? Well, but otherwise, it's. I, don't know. I mean, yeah. I I have Ty for like ten points. Um, but Mo Ali Cox also is. He's very. He's actually a risky play because people people see him catching all these touchdowns and. And they're in love with him, but he—I think I heard he ran seven routes, like seven routes, last week. And you know he happened to catch like a touchdown 
on both of them, but on two of them, one or two, but that that's just unsustainable, really. So you got to be you got to be careful with with Mo Ali Cox. I mean, I know that you're not a fan of Mo Ali. I think that he's like one of their main options. Like he that quick, they're gonna go to those quick plays. Um, he's not gonna or when even when he steps, you know, looks back to he steps back to throw. I think he's still gonna have issues finding receivers just because that's the type of guy he is. He yes. lo- he Rivers has loved his tight ends forever. Um, so I really like Mo Ali Cox here. I don't see why you don't like him. I'm really not understanding. But I think Wally Cox has a big game. Um, I think that the Colts running game, like you said, has a big game. Um, so I honestly, I do. I didn't think Jonathan Taylor so much, but then I pulled up projections on him and I see it's much better. Um, yeah, I'm just telling you, so, yeah. um, seven routes run. Um, I think he, he, he was on the field for 42 snaps. And he's just, you know, he's being productive with those, with those um, targets and with his with his uh, shares of the of the overall target share, but it's just so so risky, so volatile volatile to you know to uh, risk your your tight end on a guy who's running seven seven routes and is mostly blocking. Uh, another thing I do like actually from this game, I like Jimmy Graham. Um, that could be an interesting he. Um, yeah, he had three end zone targets last week, and all which were from Foles. Um, he leads the NFL with seven, so that's definitely something. If he gets targeted again, he could put up touchdowns mm-hmm. so from DraftKings perspective, from fantasy perspective. He might be in a lot of people's bent. Like for sure, you could probably get him on the waiver wire in certain leagues. Um, so that's definitely something to look out for if you're looking for someone as a backup. Um, so who do you think wins this game? Option. Uh, I'm gonna say Colts get a win. Um, uh, I think they win. I'm gonna say 28-27 Colts. So, I actually think the Colts are gonna win as well. I like I said, I don't believe in the Bears. And Nick Foles' first game, you know, first game officially starting, even though it's in Chicago, I don't think it ends well. And I think the the Colts win 24-20. Right. I definitely see that. Um, let's see anything else from that game I really like. Um, and the Bears defense could be interesting. Like if if yeah. Bill Burris has one of those games, like he just throw like he could throw four, he could do a four pick game and and the Bears. But just those are usually those Philip Rivers game that we're talking about. That's usually um, that's usually in games when they're trying to come back. You know, and he's trying to mount the first comeback and he's trying to throw deep, and then you just see his arm just looks shot, and he just. That's so, and like I was saying, that's in a game where they're they're coming back, and I don't think that this this game is a game where they're necessarily losing and have to make a comeback. All right, all right. Another game that we want to definitely Sunday talk night about: football. Um, Eagles Forty Niners. Sunday night football. Um, <laughs> this might be like the worst Sunday night yeah. football we have. So for sure, so far. Um, but the truth is, if there's a spot for Carson Wentz to take advantage, just as a week, um, and and like he's very capable capable of having big games. Um, injury depleted 49ers, no defensive line. They still, yeah, I think Richard Sherman's still out. The Giants last week. 
Yeah. Like, the, I mean, they really, the Eagles have nothing. They really, for real, they, they need a new strength and conditioning coach. Um, so they definitely need something. Uh, Let's see. Kittle's back. Oh, like, it's Kittle back, like Kittle's said. in. I mean, everyone, everyone's seen this one, one wide receiver on their, at, on their 53 man roster was practicing. One wide receiver on Thursday. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I, I, Who are you so I understand that, but they plan on like, yeah, like it's crazy. I can go out there and play with you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I know. So, Miles Sanders for fantasy purpose could just be a huge game, but I really think Where that the playing? Eagles can win this game. Yes. Oh, uh, I it's don't know about at that. 49ers. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like, I just, I don't, I don't see a way for the Eagles to win. I want to say there's a way for them to win. I just don't see it. Yeah. Unless, like, Miles yeah. Sanders doesn't get tackled. But, yeah, I mean, they can take advantage, him. maybe, like you're saying, their, their D-line uh, banged up. I mean, they turn, torn ACLs for Bosa and Solomon Thomas, so they're definitely limited. But their defense is still pretty good. And Kyle Shanahan is a genuinely good coach. As He can't finish in the Super Bowl, but he is a genuinely good coach. So, yeah. I'm gonna go with yeah. What are the let's see what they're favorited by seven. It's a forty-six it's overall. I think it looks it like Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins is gonna start again. Oh, Deshaun Jackson's nah. out. Raheem Mostert is out. Yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo. This is very recent. This is live updates from Adam Schefter. Uh, four minutes ago, uh, Raheem Mostert. <clears throat> sorry, Raheem Mostert has been ruled out, and Jimmy G are out. Yeah, so that makes it a little closer. For really, Dumbledore. he could he could be making some mistakes. So, yeah. There's oh, definitely, do you, Debo Samuel interesting. Back, okay, so I think that the Niners win this one to have a doubt. I'm gonna go with the uh, 34 to. Okay. Yeah, so 20. I think it will probably be a little closer than that, but the Niners will still win, and with George Kittle coming back, like we saw. Huge, huge boost to the Niners' offense, and Nick Mullins loves a good little George Kittle. So Niners probably win 31-24. Okay, I like that. Um, and then the Monday Night Football game, we tried talking about it earlier, but we went back to Sunday. Falcons-Packers. Yeah. Um, it could be a lot of fantasy. Yeah, it's, yeah. it really is. Somehow exactly. the Falcons exactly. make every game exciting, but at least and they it's may exciting, lose. right? <laughs> <laughs> At least it's, it's exciting. Um, I really think that yeah. let's go. I think Aaron Rodgers could have a big game. I think that um, Julio he, Jones could have a big back. game. Uh, uh, Devonte Adams, if he plays, uh, Devonte Adams yep. could have a big game. Aaron Jones could have a huge game. There should be. <sighs> Atlanta has covered five straight road what are the games dating by? back to last season. Uh, seven. I don't know if they're they're probably losing by seven or more. Calvin Ridley, I think, also because no. Um, here Rogers yeah. is on a a run his of historical efficiency: sixty touchdowns and six interceptions since the beginning of two thousand eighteen, and he is averaging his most air yards since two thousand nine. So 
and yeah, clearly Aaron yep. Rodgers is playing with that Jordan Love with a chip on his sure. shoulder. And yeah, for sure. I, I don't know any way. I think this is a blowout. I think we're having a big blowout. Um, I love Aaron Jones here for that because I think right. by halftime they're they're looking to kind of hand the ball off. I know that, right. and they're they're not going to go to a backup. They're going to go to him. Um, so that's what I see for from that. I, I let's see right. if I have him. Ridley was limited today. Here. So most likely he's going to play. Any... Julio was limited, so they're probably going to play. Devon. Oh, Alan Lazard just had surgery, so he's he's out for a few weeks. Yeah, he's out. That's True. why, like. Devontae Adams, it's an, it's just more snaps for guys like Devontae Adams. Martin Scantling, he doesn't – like, Scantling yeah, used to sp- have to share everything with Lazard. No, but now um, they but I don't they think they trust him. Lizard I just out. don't think they trust him. Um, I think Aaron – um, Aaron Jones. I'd PPR? give him 20 fantasy points this week, give or take. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, PPR and bonuses. So that's twenty. Um, that puts him at fourth rank behind Cook, yeah. Kamara, Zeke. Uh, Gurley. Gurley. Gurley's probably like so, a low end definitely RB two. And I mean, you gotta sneakily pay attention to Brian Hill. Brian Hill is getting yeah. far fewer touches, but he's being as efficient as Gurley because Gurley just unfortunately just you know he looks slow. It's just re- it's really sad because he was you know number one pick in fantasy two years ago. This just this just shows goes to show you how how fast the running back position you know devolves. Yeah, I mean we went yeah. from uh, David Johnson from from the yeah. number one. I mean I picked him two years in a row. I picked him, um, and you want to know something when he t- broke his wrist. One year, someone yeah. offered me – it was the year that Le'Veon Bell went haywire. And someone offered me Le'Veon Bell, and I said, uh, after oh. week one, I'll accept yeah. it. Um, <laughs> that didn't work out for me. That yeah, was like five his, minutes into the wrist, game, yeah. I get an alert, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. He broke his wrist. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like David Johnson very much. Um, no, but I do like him this week. Um, yeah. Either way, going back to the Falcons, yeah. Todd Gurley – um, I don't see him having a big game. I see him having an okay game. He could put up a lot of points. Like if, if they want to try to keep it out of and that could be big. Hand and run the ball, they uh, might do that. But I don't see him. And the Fal- Packers D is not yeah. good. But yeah, like either way, this should be a high scoring game. The you know the guys who you count on, you know Matt Ryan, Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. The guys, these guys should be good. So start them off basically. Don't start the defenses. Uh, no, don't start defenses. I definitely – but th- this is yeah, the one thing that's really getting interesting is this road coverage. That is weird. Why are they co- – like they're better but on the road. If if you think they're going to cover, that means they're going to lose by six or you think they, they can outright win or lose by six or three. You... I know. I'm saying well, what do you think? What do you think? It, it, both. It could be either. Covering – just right. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. All right. You know, I'm going to go crazy here. I'm going to say the Falcons win. My bold prediction. Falcons win. 20. Yes, that is quite a bold prediction. That, that's low scoring. So. Yeah, that's the low scoring prediction. What I really <laughs> think is going to happen 
Yeah. Okay, what they pay me to say is they pay me to say the Falcons. No, what, what I, re- I really think the Packers yeah. could put, easily put up what, five, six touchdowns, upper thirties. Yeah, easily, easily. Aaron Jones can have two. Uh, Rodgers can throw for another two, and maybe even oh, their no, defense probably puts a pick six up in there. So, yeah. <laughs> that should be, right. it, it should so, work out for you. Yeah. All right, I think that's really it. Uh, any other notes you want to add to this week? Any players you like? Um, um, anything you want to say for this week? What's your what? Give me a bold. I want a real prediction. bold, dirty prediction um, from you. Here, here's a real bold, dirty prediction. If Michael Thomas doesn't play, the Lions can beat the Saints in Detroit. That's a, that's bold. <laughs> That's something that I don't believe okay, in I like my it. heart, but that, that's I a like bold that. prediction. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a bold. That's a bold. That's a bold one. And your pick your bold pick All is right. that the um, Pat yeah, that's the really... Falcons not oh, only cover the spread on the road, but they beat the Packers outright. <laughs> I, I mean that's not gonna be my boldest of predictions. But um yeah, I do like. I mean, last week no. I picked the Packers score almost right. I was three points short. Um, no, my real bold prediction is I think that the. Oh, I know that'll be my bold prediction of the week. What about the Raiders game? Let's go with that. That'll be my bold prediction. Um, yeah. There it is. Eagles beat the 49ers. I like that one. I like that one. Eagles beat um, the 49ers. For you, your what was the other pick? one you said? <laughs> yeah, I like the Falcons. And the last like one was the, oh, these are bad. The like underdogs Vegas to win. To beat the Bills. I love that the underdogs. Oh yeah, Vegas beat the oh and then I, yeah, and then the other one I really like. Um another I, I if if there's a week for the Chargers yeah. to just take advantage of Brady and like his age. Um, I do like your Lions Saints not as much. Mm, um, I, I think that the cow the the Browns like if they played if like when Baker has it going Baker has it going, so that really could turn out to be a big difference maker. But I, I'm going to stick with my bold prediction there. Um, uh, other no, than I that, think we covered all the games. We covered fantasy. Else add? Uh, fantasy perspective, wide receiver, cornerback matchups, and I, I appreciate you having me on, letting me uh, give my insight. No problem. Good luck to all of your yes, fantasy you teams too. and to your drafting lineups. Yeah. Um, if we're playing, well, any, if we're playing each other ago, in any so. of them, I hope you lose. Yeah. Um, I know you did. You oh, did. Um, and last week I lost straight across the board. So <laughs> uh, I had I had 17 points oh, no. after the 1 o'clock yeah. games where half my guys already played. It was a bad week. Um. But yeah, yeah anyway, safe. have a good weekend. Thank you for joining us. I'm excited. I would love and to. It's been a real pleasure. I'll have to have you again. Hi, Rocky here from the Rocky and Meisty Show. Thank you for listening to the week four fantasy football preview. We appreciate all your viewership and all your positive feedback. A few years ago, or I should say about a year and a half ago at the Rocky and Meisty Show, we had a text line sponsored by Make Me. And as a result of the hiatus from the Rocky and Meisty Show, the text line ceased to exist as well. However, we have brought back the text line, and we look forward to interacting with you guys through the text line. You can reach out to us 
through text or through WhatsApp at the number 810-990-6162. That's 810-990-6162, either through text or through WhatsApp. You could still reach out to us on Twitter and on Instagram. And we look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to chatting sports with you. And we look forward to interacting with you. Thank you.